0: Previously on That Cthulhu John. Mommy. You actually uh, couldn't stand your mom because she was like hardcore alcoholic and you wound up moving out of your house at the age of 18, as soon as you could. You never met your dad. Your dad, as far as you know, was just some sailor that she met at a bar one time.
1: So it's very surprising that Heather's like borderline alcoholic then.
0: I could drop some stuff off with you. And she drops this box of stuff down on the floor. You come across a picture of your mom and a guy in a naval uniform. You notice in the picture, your dad has a chain around his neck, and it's got some weird emblem or something on it.
1: Is Krusty Bottom still there? Probably been a bad friend roommate, so I talked uh-huh. to her about her play a little bit.
0: And she tells you that the director has been being really mean to her. She's gonna keep trying for it for this paycheck, but it almost seems like it might not even be worth it the old encyclopedias. So you give them to uh, Theodore. He's like, yeah, Headley told me about these um, these books that you got. Look, It almost looks like these are instructions to draw lines of some sort. And you see skinny Joey behind his desk again. Just one minute, one minute, one minute. Close the door behind you. It was uh, Lenny, right? Yeah. He says, yeah, just a regular Joe. And he puts a hand on your shoulder and you kind of freeze up for a second there. And he leans over into your ear and says, Forget about everything we talked about today and yesterday. Thanks for joining us for That Cthulhu, John, episode 19. We are a Real Play Call of Cthulhu podcast. I am George, your keeper of arcane lore, and with me are my friends and investigators, Chad. You. Chuck. What's good, baby? And Jenny.
1: Hello. (laughs) I can't ever think of anything. You guys say funny stuff first, and then I got nothing. (laughs)
2: You just, you know, the hello can't be your go-to <laughs> yeah. if, it's, if it's more random
1: <laughs>
0: I don't know what I'm going to say So, we last left off It was late Tuesday And I believe Everyone was either home
3: Or headed home Wait a minute, actually
1: No, Walter was looking at my Yeah,
3: we were in the bookstore We the retro-played, that's play. right Yeah, We
0: retro-played a little bit there So, Walter used a loop To look at the picture that Heather had brought the picture of her mom and Aunt Millie with a guy in a navy uniform between them. Daddy. Possibly <laughs> Heather's dad. But it looks, like, it looks like that picture matches up to the medallion that you have found in the box of things that your mom left.
3: Hmm. What about the picture itself? Any other uh, clues or historical references that I can gauge just by kind of looking at his uh, his uniform perhaps or cars in the background or fonts on buildings or billboards or anything like that? Eat at Joe's. It doesn't help.
1: <laughs> Classic.
3: Or actually, I flip it over. Any uh, writing on the back that says 1947 or whatever, <laughs> just in case?
0: Yeah, it's a good idea.
2: People used to write that shit on the back all the time.
0: On the back of the picture, it says that it is uh, May 8th,
3: 1957. Ooh. 57, eh? When were you born?
1: Wait, that's weird. 1958? Does that make sense?
2: What? One year later? Is that a coincidence?
1: I don't know why it seems so old for Heather to be born in 1958. Like, I think it's... Because it's not the year we're living in now. Yeah, so
3: she's, she's an adult. Um, back like when we were yeah. born. So uh, he flips it back over and says, "I, I mean, I guess the uh, the year would make sense for this to potentially be your father." Hmm.
1: Can you can you find out like what division he's in? Can you see his name tag in your little spectacles?
3: Yeah, i kind of wondered that too. Um, in
1: well, uh, name tag.
3: Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, Does he uh, have a name tag on there? On his uniform?
0: He does have a name tag on there. It looks like his markings are that of a lieutenant. And it has a name tag oh, that shit. says Hawkins on it. You think your mom had that navy gravy in it, huh? Is that what they call
2: it? I'm
1: a navy gravy baby. <laughs>
3: <No>.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, Is there anything? Goodness. Well, not that I'm there.
2: I would
1: think that she took her mom's last name.
2: Do they notice anything else about the the necklace?
3: Yeah, the medallion itself. Uh, I wonder, does that have any like um, regional markings or? Actually, no. And give me a history roll. Oh, is double zeros bad or good? I forget. It's really good, right? Ooh, double
0: zeros... Bad. No, double zeros is crit fail. It's really it's bad, bad, I meant. Yeah, or triple zeros. Triple zeros, crit yeah, fail, right? That's that stinks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, hmm, how do you crit... He set the building on yeah. fire. He's drunk.
1: Ooh. He's drunk and he gets kicked out of his work.
0: Oh, well, here's the problem.
3: This was made yesterday. <laughs> um... Walter, does this have a string? Is it like a uh, just it's just it a medallion? Not.
0: It's just a loose medallion. It has it has a little loop at the end that you can put a
3: string through. Do I have any string about in my little workspace area that I might have bound something with? I don't see why you wouldn't. I think to uh make a loop and uh try to wear it like a necklace. Okay, you
0: put the thing on. Put the necklace on you first thing you notice about it is that your chest feels kind of cold when you put it on hmm.
3: it's unusual I've been handling this for a few moments now and uh, I don't know it kind of picks it up and just you know turns it over a few times and just kind of examines it to mm-hmm. see if there's anything else you might have missed but other than that uh, takes it mm-hmm. off and probably uh, just snips the simple string that he bound it on and
0: and while you're testing it out with your failed, <laughs> critically failed history roll, you do take that and test it real quick on your teeth. Oh no! And you oh. chip a tooth off. Oh. On it. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, I thought you were going to accidentally swallow he's got it. He's a
0: whistle. No, no, no hit point loss. No hit point <laughs> loss.
3: But you, uh, you chip <laughs> a tooth. This is broken tooth a little bit there, and he's uh, like, "Oh mm-hmm. shit." And uh, if there's a mirror. You no, know, it's
0: whatever it's made of. It's very hard.
3: Um, does it appear? No, if it's very hard, I mean, it's probably not gold then.
0: Probably not. You yeah. would think, unless it's been unless it's been combined with some other metal, like well, gold it's tends to make, to make it hard. How come?
1: Adamantium.
0: Adamant. If it has gold in it, it's not too much gold.
2: Hmm.
3: Uh well. The only other thing I could think of would be to check with, um, you know, official naval records and see if we can find out, you know, maybe where Lieutenant Hawkins had been stationed uh, around that time or where he had come back from in 1957. Maybe that could um, give us some clues as to maybe where he got it.
2: You didn't recognize where it was taken? The picture? Yeah.
3: Yeah, that's a good question uh was there anything in the background that uh was uh i don't know notable or was it in front of disney world or something <laughs> <laughs> Is it like
2: a a big many
0: and jack pet boys
1: Roy in the Rogers.
0: Or <laughs> it's hard to tell it's a bar oh, um
1: typical can't really yeah. tell typical mom and dad <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: hmm.
1: am i still there well, uh... or did i just like drop it and leave no,
0: I'd, I'd say you're still
2: there. You watched so. him. You watched him chip oh, his God, tooth on it.
1: Yeah.
0: He tries
2: it on, then he tries to eat it.
1: <laughs> well, it's a necklace. <laughs> Maybe. It's harder than a tooth. Do
3: you uh, do you have a, a necklace on? He kind of he kind of looks uh, about your neck there. He says, "Are you wearing any uh, type of necklace? You could put this on."
1: Yeah, it's probably like an H, a chain with safe. an H on it.
3: Like an H charm. Nice. This is, uh, well, if you like, I could um, string it through that, and maybe uh, you want to wear it. I mean, yeah,
1: I want to wear uh, if it, it.
3: If this is your father's, I mean, I think it's pretty cool that you uh, that you have it back in your possession now.
0: So, how there you you put that on? And again, it just it just kind of feels slightly cold against your chest um, if you're just wearing like a t-shirt or a blouse kind of thing. As soon as it presses against your skin you feel it cold
1: okay i'm like oh it's still cold it's like i don't understand it you were just had it in your mouth
3: <laughs> yeah i thought that was kind of weird too uh before yeah. i put it on i've been handling it for a good three or four minutes easily and it's not like it's not like freezing cold
1: okay like it's like a toilet seat cold like when you sit on a toilet seat and it's cold.
0: I would say closer to that,
2: yeah. <laughs> what time of year are we talking, you know? What?
1: Well, it's February, yeah. right? Is it still February? Or yeah. March-ish?
2: That's a cold toilet seat. It's still February.
0: It's the right. end of February.
2: So I'm
1: not... I don't think I'd be that alarmed by it. I think I'm, like, too excited Probably not. to just be like, is Walter gonna find my dad?
3: This is, uh... Gosh, uh, yeah, I'm afraid I don't know much about uh, precious metals, but I guess I could also look into what types of metals are apparently quite heat-resistant. It's about as strange as, uh, as I can think of.
1: I mean, I don't want to take all your time, but, I mean, if you want to, I would appreciate it. It's not, it's not a, a rush if you have other things that you're doing.
3: I'm actually... Uh, kind of curious about this uh, medallion you have there um, just uh, I mean having handled it and looked at it um, is that enough to um, get any kind of uh, value uh, sense of what it might be worth rather
1: like, like I was talking about I would look for my dad I just wanted you to look for the medal, like anything you could figure out about the medallion i mean you can help me because you got Um, all these books but i would also try and hunt him down well
3: i I think um i think we might find uh some of the same information uh if we can find some of his uh, military records i mean that would at least kind of point us into the direction of where this might have come from but um yeah i mean i could still look into it anyway i mean Yeah, I I think uh, if we kind of find out where he was stationed before, you know, the year before, or even the six months before this picture was taken, um, you know what, actually a second thought comes to mind, Uh, maybe I should take a a picture or two of that necklace just for reference if I uh, uh, need to, you know, compare it to any pictures later.
1: Sure, take it off, give it to him.
3: Yeah, I snap about uh, five or six different images of it. I'll kind of bracket the exposure just to make sure I get a good one somewhere between the six.
0: Okay. All right, so you take a couple pictures of it. Anything Anything else you want to do to document this?
3: No, I mean, maybe uh, just make some notes about Lieutenant Hawking's... Um, what do we say? It was May... Uh, what again? I'm sorry. 1957. 1957. Um... Yeah, I mean, he makes any notes that he can think of, and um, I guess uh, we'll come up with a plan and see what we can figure out. Boy, oh boy. Look at all this research, and he seems uh, pretty excited.
0: So, Heather and Walter, are you guys uh, splitting up at this point? Yeah, I
1: gotta go make my collage, since I guess I've worked in a couple days.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know, what time is it?
0: Uh right now we'll say it's about five o'clock okay
1: yeah then i just go home i was gonna say the look at the library but just go home
0: so you head home walter do you do anything else for the time that you're at work
3: uh yeah maybe uh presuming we have a phone book at the bookstore Mm, it might not be too late. I think I might want to call the local navy recruitment office and see if I might uh, find some information about where I could dig a little deeper for some records about Lieutenant Hawkins.
0: Okay, so you give them a call, they inform you that uh, they don't have the records like that on hand right now. Your best chance is to go down to
3: your to the local naval base. The one down in Delaware uh, River area, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, then I'm gonna make some notes. And uh, hmm, uh, is there uh, any office that's most directly in charge of that that they might be able to give me a number to? Is it, oh
0: yeah, you're gonna you're gonna want to get to uh, records right away.
3: Aha. All right then. Uh, I'm gonna see about making an appointment if I need one. Uh, maybe I'll give the uh, naval base call next and see if I can get transferred to records.
0: Okay, it is right now
3: like 5 o'clock.
0: So I'm going to say that records is not open right now.
3: Well, no worries. I'll make a note. Well, I mean, I got plenty of notes there. Uh, I guess I'll just plan to uh, give him a call a little earlier another day. Okay. Anything else you want to accomplish before you head home for the night? I don't think so how far along in the first book have i gotten in terms of any uh thing that i need to record relative to angles and things like that nature that i had uh started already
0: did we give you a role for today for intelligence after
3: mm, no i don't think so just that initial role just the initial role <laughs> Uh, Yeah, that would be a pass. 52 is within my 65 Intel. All right. So you start
0: to look at this from a different perspective since Theodore gave you the idea that you know these could actually be coordinates or lines and angles to work with. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And looking at it through that lens, you start to realize these lines don't seem to connect in any sort of way. It's it's weird that they would give you like certain angles and certain lengths for one thing, but then the next angle and length that pops up doesn't seem to connect with the previous one. It it's strange. They seem to be all over the place.
3: Hmm. Um, he's not especially artistic but I mean is there anything if you were to like sketch any of this stuff I mean is there any kind of like picture he might be able to form or is that too advanced from what he has a grasp of so far
0: well let's see give me an education roll let me know if you get a hard pass yeah
2: because maybe he's really good at geometry
3: maybe break out like a compass and a protractor or something uh, 46 no that's a little bit uh, less than what I need there it's I think you need um, a metric ruler you know what I'll spend uh, 8 points of luck to pass that one on a hard pass
0: alright so on a hard pass you start to think that maybe these aren't supposed to connect together but maybe overlap with each other Interesting, or at least some of them it's tough to tell where and how to connect them but it starts to occur to you that maybe rather than looking at this in a linear way to look at it more of like an almost three dimensional way
2: hmm maybe like Very stars or cosmos well
3: I guess how much of this book have I gone through so far
0: Using the method that was shown to you by Theodore, we managed to get through about a quarter of the first book.
3: Okay, this is some rich information here. Uh, I would say Walter be pretty uh, pretty enthusiastic still, um, but at the same time, he probably has been hitting the book super hard for a bunch of hours. And so, I think I might uh, try to go home and uh, make some food.
0: All right, so Walter, you head home and. Give yourself a little you time, uh, with a decent meal and everything. Cozy up into bed, and uh, I guess go to sleep for the for the evening. I'm gonna try, yeah. Try your hardest, Heather. What did you do after you left the bookshop?
1: Uh, went went home. Um, like went through the pictures again. Tried to like put them on the mm-hmm. poster board, make like a nice little collage. But then. You know, she's probably got, like, a white pages at home. She just looks for that last name, which there's probably a billion.
0: There's a yeah. ton of Hawkins in there, so it's it's like trying to find Needle in a haystack with right. that. You don't find anything that really, like, stands out. Like, nothing that says, like, lieutenant or right. sergeant or anything like that on there. So I just see Hawkins and a bunch of, you know, first initials and a bunch of names that don't mean anything right. to you.
2: Did they have the missed connections part in the paper at that time? Was that, like, a thing? (laughs) Remember that?
1: I love those. I
2: like, I wonder if they did. Found this picture of a sailor named Hawkins, like, You might be my dad. (laughs) (laughs) Call
0: me. Heather, do you... It's still Tuesday, right? Or is it... I'm sorry. Yes, it would have been Tuesday evening. Yeah, it's Tuesday evening. Uh, Night. Are you doing anything Tuesday evening? Trying to accomplish anything? Not me. Not you? Okay. Heather? Other than putting, you've already got your memory board together and everything.
1: Mm, No, just still watching the news, like, the whole time. She's, like, sitting crisscross applesauce and, like, has the news on making her collage because she's still, uh, like, she wants to make sure at least, like, if Millie died, she was the last one, so she's still looking for attacks.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. You still don't hear anything more about animal attacks on the news. Giving you a little bit of a sense of, uh, uh, not closure, but... Things have been resolved. and sense of safety that things have maybe returned to normal. And like it had to
1: happen, kind of, in a way. Or it would.
0: Yeah, or things could have gotten a lot worse, and you know that. But uh, I'm going to call that the end of Tuesday. uh, Unless anyone else wants to do anything Tuesday night. Uh, I'm going to set my alarm for 7 a.m. 7 a.m. All right. And, uh, Walter, you have your books with you?
3: Yeah, one of them.
0: You have one of them with you, the rest of them in your safety deposit box, is that right? Yeah. Okay, just want to make sure. So, you set your alarm for what time? 7 a.m. 7 o'clock in the morning. Which is usually just a little bit after Lenny gets up. Lenny's usually up before the sun, and long before the sun, actually.
2: And this time of year, I get home after it goes down. Mm-hmm. But you know, at least I get to bask in its glow every day while I make my deliveries. Yeah. Get my vitamin D.
0: <laughs> just on the one arm,
2: though. Yeah, I can fantasize about that. <laughs> I don't. I don't see I ever see sun. <clears throat> But, uh, yeah, just the usual routine. I'm just going to focus on work and, you know, everything's going back to normal. You know, stop looking for things to be weird. You know what I mean? Like, let mm-hmm. him be weird if he wants to be weird. Maybe he's on drugs. Good for him. It's the 80s. You know, everybody's doing it.
0: Yup. So you keep your head down at work like you usually do. Uh, try not to, you know, make chit-chat with anyone. Just do your deliveries, go home kind of thing.
2: Yeah, go back to the old me.
0: Yup. So that's how you're going to spend your Wednesday. Yep. All right. And Walter, you're going to wake up at 7.
3: Bright and early. I think to uh, give my arch nemesis a call.
1: Oh, yes, finally.
0: Oh, okay. Yes.
3: I reach for Rutherford Brightley's carn.
2: Mm-hmm. It used to be me.
1: Oh, <laughs> coming <laughs> over in your jam jams. Mm.
2: He doesn't even bang on my door about parking and taking up three spots anymore.
3: <laughs> well, you know now it might be important that you have a an access or an accessible parking spot for your. That's right. Truck. Murder wagon. Go on. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I uh, it might be a little early. I'm not exactly sure what time he starts his day, but it's okay if I need to leave a message. So I'm gonna give that uh, number on his business card a call.
0: So. Walter, uh, you give Professor Brightley a call? I do. Okay, the phone rings a couple times. And then a, you hear a machine pick up. And it goes, Hello, this is Rutherford Brightley, Professor of Anthropology. Please leave me a message,
3: and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. And it beats. Good morning, uh, Professor Brightley. This is... Walter Pendergast. We had spoken the other day at the bookstore in Center City. There had been some developments recently I had hoped to speak with you about. Um, uh, Hopefully you still have my business card, but uh, if not, uh, feel free to give me a call at either of these numbers. I give them both, the uh, bookstore and my home number. I uh, look forward to hearing back from you. Okay. Okay hang up. Keep it cordial, brief. Mm -hmm. I know he's a busy man. And um, with that, I guess I might try to head back to the um, library again, see if I can dig a little deeper, find any information on my buddy Raymond Tooley.
0: Okay, you head back to the library. Give me another library use roll to try to find him in some microfilm this time.
3: maybe. Or rather, wait. Before I go to microfilm, though, I'm thinking maybe um, you know I might have checked like this month, but maybe go back, maybe last like month or two, just in case, uh, see if he might have been deceased for longer than I anticipated or right. originally thought. Thirty-nine. Uh, what is my library use? Yeah, that's pass.
0: Excellent. You look up uh, Raymond Tooley and his, uh, you find his. Obituary? Obituary, thank you. <laughs> you find Raymond Tooley's obituary. And the obituary mentions that he was a professor of archaeology at the University of Pennsylvania.
3: Okay, another professor. That's kind of what I was thinking. I like it. Hmm, I guess it wouldn't go into too much. I mean, does it have any list any of his achievements or like uh if he was like a part of the stonemasons guild or anything like that or
0: Nothing like that. Doesn't mention that he's in stonemasons. Uh doesn't mention any particular achievements, but it does mention that he's succeeded by his brother Silas.
3: Well, that's uh that's a little something, I guess. Um University of Penn, huh? All right. Well, I think that's probably all I'm gonna do for it right now. So I'm gonna get ready to uh, head on over to work and start the day.
2: Okay.
3: Feeling like a little grease card action today. I might do uh, like a little kielbasa, some spicy mustard, and uh,
1: Ooh. sauerkraut. Ooh!
3: Take that into the bookstore today.
1: Everybody loves the smell of it's sauerkraut in ch- a bookstore.
3: <laughs> yeah, especially when it's combined with uh, fried kielbasa. Grilled, rather. And then uh, tr- probably heading to work early. Um, maybe uh, if I could check in with the Office of Records at the Navy base, see if I need to set up an appointment or if I can find the information I'm looking for over the phone. I don't know. Uh, what's feasible? Probably have a little bit of time
0: to kill before my day starts. You do call them. And they inform you that you're going to have to show up in person. But you can show up anytime between
3: uh, eight and five o'clock. Okay, great. Uh, Sounds good. Uh, I guess I'll figure that into uh, some future day. Uh, Well, damn, I feel like I've already had a pretty productive morning, so I'm gonna pour me a tall cup of black coffee and maybe uh, ease on into the morning. Okay, so you get to the bookstore
0: and when you get there, you see that there is a police cars out front. Oh. oh shit! The hell! I pick up the pace. You see that the front windows of the bookstore have been sma- One of the front windows of the bookstore have been smashed in. The fuck! Oh no! Oh shit! Uh, I look in the store. Is anybody inside? There's a cop in there, and uh, Hedley and Theodore are both in there, and they're talking to the cop when you step in. Say, uh, Hedley, Theodore? Is everybody alright? What the, what the hell's going on here? Well, as soon as you step in and you look around, you see that the bookstore is just trashed. It looks like someone just came in and, like, tried to knock every book off the shelf. Everything's on the floor right now. The Shelves are still standing up, like, no one's knocked over the shelves or anything, but... It looks like someone went through almost every book here and then just left it on the floor.
3: Jeez. Kinda looks around to assess the overall damage. Who the hell would have done something like this? Headley and
0: Theodore are talking to the cop, and they go, well, "We have no idea who it possibly could have been." And the cop says to them, "Was there? Have you had any altercations or anything like that in the store recently?" Headley says, uh, "Yeah, come to think of it, there was a guy in here just a couple days ago, uh, and he was really interested in some older books." And he looks over and says, he says, Walter, did you know anything about this? And he turns to the cop and says, oh, this is our chief manager, sales associate, Walter.
1: Quite the title. His titles Quite go on.
0: Title.
2: <laughs> Give him well, there one was one. a
1: duel here the other day.
2: Is it, yeah, there was a rather nasty tongue lashing <laughs> I gave a gentleman.
3: I <laughs> uh, say, so, well, uh, I guess uh, I did have a bit of a... Heated discussion with a gentleman by the name of Rutherford Brightly, and I produced the business card. Brightly! Mm-hmm. So, uh, he's a professor at the uh, University of Penn, but uh, as peeved as he seemed, I don't know that he directly would be the, uh, the kind of person to do this kind of stuff. He was more of a
2: professor of poppycock.
3: Wouldn't put a henchman past him, though. Guy sure seemed uh, hell-bent on acquiring those books. Gosh, you know, I just uh, left him a message earlier this morning.
0: Cops writing down everything you're saying. And uh, he says, brightly, huh? Brightly. And he says, it looks like uh, you gave him the business card?
3: Well, I gave him the information. I did want to keep the card itself. Okay. He gave him the business I write. <laughs> if the information is enough, I'd prefer to keep that, if you don't mind.
0: He says, oh, yeah, 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 sure, no problem. He hands you the card back and he says... Huh, oh. Huh. You know, smash and grab jobs, you know, you don't usually think of, you know, intellectual types like that, but...
3: Well, you know, I, I, as I mentioned, I wouldn't expect this to be something of his doing. He didn't kind of strike me as that sort of individual, but a slip of the tongue, he said something to the effect of... Uh, you know, we know about these books and want them, blah, blah, blah. I mean, there could have been somebody else who's a part of his organization who uh, may have been uh, hired or uh, maybe he's the muscle. Admittedly, this is just theory. I mean, I I don't really know, but if I had any guesses, that would be my best.
0: He says, uh, well, thanks for your help. We'll definitely look into it. And he goes back to talking to uh, Hedley and Theodore who are discussing with the copa? Uh, you know, telling them that everything's insured and everything at least that uh, they're not going to get a big take a big hit from this as far as business goes. Let's go. I mean, the store's closed for the day. Walter, do you want to just yeah. kind of help clean up with everybody? Or,
3: uh, yeah, probably should. He says, but uh, maybe I should go take a look in the back and he goes to uh, peruse what damage may have been incurred in the study. Your back door study room, that you usually lock, has been kicked in.
2: Somebody trying to get you, undies. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I take a look around, see uh, any any clues the uh, police might have missed. So you find
0: a pack of matches back there. It Looks like it's been stepped on, but the pack of matches is from a bar called Smoky Joe's. I mean, I know it's not mine, right? You know it's not yours. You've never. Been to that place?
3: All right. Uh, well, in that case, without touching it or anything, I say uh, uh, from the back room. I kind of yell out loud: uh, "Headley, Theodore, uh, officer, maybe there's something uh, to show you guys. A question, perhaps." Okay. And uh, see if any of them join me.
0: Okay. So the cop comes back to you, and he goes, uh, "What's that? What's uh, what you find there?"
3: well this is generally the study I occupy when there's uh, damaged in older books that need repair um, this in particular I point out the pack of matches is not mine uh, I look to Headley and Theodore uh, does this belong to either of you you guys been to this smoky bar or something or other what does it say
0: Smoky Joe's they go they go oh well I've been there before but it's been a while
3: um, that's in uh, University city isn't it? Uh, I'm not sure I know the place, but that uh, sounds maybe in the uh, the neck of the woods of Penn University, right? Sure is. I look back to the officer. Uh, I mean, that could be something. I mean, I don't know. Shrugs a bit. Well, the officer bends down in the... Uh, maybe uh,
0: any prints on this or something? He pulls out a pair of tweezers, picks it up, and... Pulls out a little sandwich bag-looking thing, puts it in there, and seals it up.
3: Walter nods approvingly. Mm-hmm. Are all of Walter's personal effects left back here all smashed, or uh, did they just look for books, or what? What exactly are we talking about? Damage? Uh,
0: none of your personal effects are damaged, but all the books—again—that you had back here—they're all on the floor, mm-hmm. and that's why
3: we blow three hundred bucks on safe deposit boxes. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking jackasses like this <laughs> well that's uh, most unfortunate but uh, I suppose it gives me the day to do a little reading or maybe to head down to the Navy base come and think about it uh, so yeah you know what I think I'll catch a cab back home get my car and head to the Navy base if I can get there before five
0: okay so you head on down that way uh, since you know the store's closed for the day yeah you get to the naval base You know, you get up there, and then there's the gate that they have to let you in. Uh, They
3: ask you uh, what what your business is here. Say, I've uh, checked in with the Office of Records. I had hoped to um, see if I could find some information uh, from a lieutenant back in the uh, 57 era. Uh, Family member of a friend, essentially. Uh, Just doing a little research. So the guy goes, okay,
0: and he uh, hands you a badge that you clip onto your shirt. It just says visitor, and it says records on there. And he tells you where to drive and park. Even better. I thank him. Mm -hmm. And you park up. You find a map that shows you which building to go to for the records. You head in there, and there is a woman at the front desk of the records hall. Uh, She is in naval uniform, and she says, uh, yes, can I help you with something?
3: I say, uh, good day. I sure hope so. My name's Walter Pendergast. I had called earlier in reference to looking up some information on a former uh, navalman, um, Lieutenant Hawkins. The last reference I have of his service date was uh, shortly thereafter, uh, May of... 1957, I think he was discharged
0: he says, well, if they've been through, you know, our base We should have some record of them They're old records, uh, 1957, so we have to pull them up But would you mind going through them, if we can find
3: them? I'd be happy to look through them If I could find uh, some more information on this uh, friend's family member he says very well. If you just take a, a
0: seat in the room over here, we'll bring in the records that you requested.
3: Okay. Say, uh, look around. Uh, I don't suppose there's a uh, coffee vending machine around anywhere by chance? Yeah, right down the hall. You can grab yourself a cup. Great. Uh, Ten cents. Would you care for one yourself? Nice.
0: Says, yeah, sure. I could use one. All right.
3: Gives her a nod and heads on down. Tries to pick up two coffees.
0: So you take out two coffees, two dimes go in. You get two uh, coffee cups that dispense down, little paper cups, and it uh, fills up with coffee. And then you pull that out, put another dime, repeat the same process. Quality living. The coffee, you smell it, taste it. It smells burnt, it tastes burnt. But it's still coffee. Got caffeine. hmm You take that back to the front desk lady, and she thanks you for it. She shows you to the room. Uh, it's a very sparse room. All it is is just like a 10 by 10 room with a chair and a long table in it. Okay. long as has got a table and chair, I'm fine with that. And you're looking for records of a Hawkins, they say to you?
3: Yes. Uh, Lieutenant Hawkins, I guess, would have served prior to May of 1957.
0: It's okay. Uh, we'll try to pull that back. And she leaves... And after about an hour, she comes back and she just has uh, what looks like dozens of portfolios with hmm. her. And she kind of puts them down on there and she goes, this is every Hawkins that's been through our port in
3: 1957.
0: Wow. Uh, that's surprisingly narrowed down. But it looks like there are, there are dozens of
3: them, though. Uh, well, I mean, that's... Better than hundreds. I mean, that gives me a place to start. Um, mm-hmm. Well, thank you. I really appreciate all the uh, effort you went through to to find all these. Um, this uh, this gentleman is, I, I think, maybe the father of a friend, and uh, I think it would um, make her quite happy to uh, shed some light on a man she may know very little about. So hopefully, it's here. Crosses his fingers up in the air. She
0: says, I wish you the best of luck. And uh, she leaves. So, you find these files that are are labeled Hawkins. Luckily, all of them do have pictures on them. Oh,
3: Oh, no shit.
0: Little snapshots
3: at their head. Well, that's pretty helpful. Uh, Well, I mean, you know, if there's six out of 30 you know that are clearly not him cause they're like Asian mm-hmm. or black or something like that I'll just take those out right. first right? and then uh, see how many I can get rid of that quick it's like guess who yeah exactly mm-hmm. is your person bald <laughs> <laughs> does your person have glasses do you have blue eyes so yeah I mean I start with the process of elimination any of them that I can quickly just reference a picture and say for sure that that's gotcha. not it I'll uh, trim those out of the selection all right, so you start
0: by doing that, going through them. You still have a ton of these files, even even after trimming out uh, a good, like, quarter of them. There's still easily 50 files here.
3: Maybe a way to kind of narrow down, uh, hopefully this wouldn't be the case, but uh, are any of these remaining 50 files dishonorably discharged? Six of them are dishonorably discharged. Well, that's a lot better than 50, so I'm going to start with them. Uh, Do any of them look like they may fit the bill, or could any of them be uh, eliminated from candidacy?
0: Okay, so I'm going to say you spend about an hour up to this point just going through these files of your own time. Uh, Give me a... No, you know what? I don't think we even need a roll for this one. There's six files left. Out of the six, it looks like, just from the picture, looks like maybe three of them
3: might fit the same description. Hmm. Okay. okay. Uh, well, how detailed are these personal files? I mean, is it like their whole service record, or is it uh, things that led up to... One of the three that are
0: left was decided to discharge by abandonment.
1: Hmm. So he has a pattern. Like he went
3: AWOL and... Real uh,
1: pattern. Oh, uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> I, think, uh, I think we got our man there. That's definitely
1: the father. Sounds familiar, um, Pop. Yeah.
3: Uh, well, I mean, I don't really have too much to go on, but, I mean, is there anything in his file aside from... Well, not that I would reference the abandonment part, but, I mean, is there anything <laughs> specific that, I mean, could be, uh, you know, something that... Hmm. would be relevant to uh maybe millie's past or i don't really know anything about her mom but i mean i'm sure millie and i have talked about some things of her past
0: Uh, it just says that he was in port there from
3: may through september and does it have uh history prior to starting here like where had he been stationed before here
0: Prior to this, he was in uh, Korea and Vietnam. Okay.
3: Is there anything specific in here I could take some notes on? Maybe I could uh, ask uh, Heather to perhaps reference with her mother later on. Something that might kind of zero in on whether or not this could be uh, the Hawkins we're talking about. And actually, maybe even a simpler question I should have started with. What is this particular lieutenant or maybe whoever Hawking's first name Quincy
1: oh, I love that name Quincy
3: how about uh, is there a landline in this office is there a landline yes
0: uh, at the front desk there is you, you just have to ask to use it
3: Uh, well, yeah, I think I might try that and uh, see about checking with Heather. Maybe um, I could ask her over the phone if she could confirm some details, and if so, maybe I could make a copy of this file if they have the capabilities here. Okay.
1: I like that you immediately immediately (laughs) went to the fact that my dad would be dishonorably discharged. Like, you were just like, well... She's a trash person, well, her mom's a trash person, so this guy's got to be a piece of shit. Like, if he's the one that abandoned her, he's more of a dumpster person than these two.
2: He might have seen it coming.
3: Well, I just looked at it in <laughs> simple numbers. It's easier to pour through six than it is 44. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to check in and make a call, or try to make a call, and see if I can uh, relay some of this info to Heather and okay. maybe... Uh see if there's any possibility of some confirmation. Do so you relay some stuff to her, such as the guy's name, first off? Yeah, I figured that'd be the easiest mm-hmm. to start with. Uh, did your mother ever mention uh, his first name?
1: Um, like, I don't know anything about him, right? All I know you is You know
0: absolutely nothing every- about him. You just know that he's never around.
1: <laughs> that he went to go out and get some cigarettes and never came home. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I said, well, I mean, if you could maybe contact your mother and, uh, you know, maybe just ask her a few of these particular things, I mean, I could see about copying this file, maybe uh, get you some kind of information about who the man was.
1: Oh, I mean, yeah, I could, I don't know. Maybe I'll call her, but I know I'll see her at the funeral.
3: Oh, yeah. But uh, this is the first I'm hearing about it when... uh,
1: Oh, whoopsie. Yeah, that's where I found this uh, the pendant in the pictures because my mom dropped off a box to make a like a collage for uh, Millie's funerals on Sunday.
3: Oh, you know what? Uh, the profile picture in this uh, you know folder uh, does the gentleman have any identifying scars or marks that could be referenced by the picture she has? No, he's just kind of a normal looking dude. I mean, not particularly
0: handsome, not particularly ugly, but uh, not really scarred up any sort of way. He's got, like, medium complexion with dark brown
3: hair but blue eyes. Well, shit. I ain't exactly a gambling man, but I think just on a whim, if uh, if they do have copying capabilities here or uh, something like that nature... Yeah, the, uh, the front desk lady says just let me know what you need
0: a copy of and I can make it
3: for you. Okay, well... I mean, without being 100% certain, I I think this is the gentleman here. Um, you know, I'm sure his daughter would love to read up on some of this stuff and maybe uh, get some kind of closure. I mean, I don't know if he's still alive or not, but...
0: She takes a look at it and goes, Huh, That's abandon true. her, huh?
3: Yeah. Oh, oh, you mean him. That's, yeah, I I thought you meant Ab- the verb. Abandon her. Sorry. Abandon her. <laughs> Abandon-er.
0: <laughs> Abandon-er.
1: abandon her mm-hmm. abandon
0: her Yeah, yeah, that's that's what is the one. So she uh, she makes a copy of the front of the file with the, his picture on it and uh, just records of his service in uh, Korea and uh, Vietnam. Okay.
3: That's actually kind of good to know.
0: Uh so she can see, so you have copies of all of that now?
3: Well, uh, I can't thank you enough. I uh, guess that's uh, everything I need for now. Um, you've been very kind.
0: says uh, yeah, well, uh, glad to be a help, and uh, hope this helps, helps your friend out.
3: Yeah, so do I. I, I hope this will uh, you know, shed a little light on her past and maybe present. give her a nod and head on out. All right, so you leave the naval base? So we're approaching lunchtime now for you. I think uh, I might head home and just make sure my place hasn't been ransacked next.
0: So you head home. Your home address isn't on your business card or anything, is it?
3: No, no. You get home and... Depending you're... on how resourceful they are with phone numbers and reverse tracking and stuff like that. I mean, I know it's the 80s, so... <laughs> it has
1: got his social security number and, <laughs> like, mother's <Yeah>. maiden name. <laughs> yeah.
0: If found, please <laughs> return to oh. Yeah. So, you uh, get home and you see that your house looks like it's been
3: undisturbed. Well, that's good. You know, with everything that's been going on lately, though, I think I'm just going to sit in my car and wait a few moments and make sure I ain't being followed. I'm just getting, you know, a little paranoid after seeing what the fuck happened to the shop today. Mm-hmm. All right. Not uh, to mention that, but it's not the first time I've been followed recently. All right, give me a spot hidden roll. Ninety motherfucking nine.
0: Uh, Walter, um, you've noticed that there is a black car that seems to be kind of circling the block. Is
1: ninety nine good? That's crit fail. Okay.
3: Interesting. Um, you still notice
2: it? Yep. They are after you. It's you're definitely the same car I just saw.
0: They're coming to get you. Yeah, you're pretty sure it's the same car that you've seen driving around there. They're gonna take all your books?
3: In that case, uh, I guess I'm gonna have to not get out of my car and maybe I'll uh, keep on driving.
0: Okay. Uh, you have parked up now?
3: I mean, I pulled over momentarily and didn't get out of the car. Okay, so you, you pull out from your parking
0: spot, then? mm -hmm. Mhm. Alright. You pull out from your parking spot, you start to drive away, and you see that black car come up behind you and pull into the parking spot that you
3: were in. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Where's them damn chairs when you need them? (laughs) And, uh, he wipes the probably freshly formed bead of sweat from his temple. Yep.
1: Working too hard, Walter.
3: You notice that
0: there were no other parking spots on the block. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yep 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 so i guess i'm going to be walking a little bit further to get back to my house
0: okay so you walk back to your house there's the spot that's about
2: three chairs long or
0: you you park up somewhere else you park up somewhere else and then walk back to your house right yeah exactly okay all right anything you want to accomplish while you're at
3: home um nothing I can think of right now. I mean, I'll probably do some more reading and, you know, um, uh, plot not plotting necessarily, but, you know, marking down any references that are highlighted kind of thing in his uh, secondary kind of notebook. Okay.
0: And that's kind of what you use your time up doing for the rest of the afternoon there. Mm Mm-hmm. All right.
3: Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Maybe uh, check back with Heather, too, and let her know that I uh, made a copy of all those files. Okay. So I'll give her a call. Hello? Hey, Heather, just wanted to get back to you. Um, If you're uh, interested at some point later, uh, I did make a copy of that file. You know, hopefully it'll maybe uh, shed some light on past events.
1: Oh, are you home now? I am. Okay, I'll be there. I'll call uh, a cab the, now. Uh,
3: the bookstore. <laughs> uh, I mean, I could pick you up if you want.
1: Okay. Uh, Even I better. Know,
3: I <laughs> and he heads on
0: out. All right, so you got to go to get picked up there, Heather. Do you want to just hang out at Heather's house or do you want to go back to your place?
3: Uh, yeah, that probably makes more sense if uh she's got, you know, a table or a couch or something we can hang out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You got a nice
0: little coffee table in your living room
3: See there. See
1: all the pictures of Millie, the old pictures.
0: Yeah, you see the old pictures of Millie laying around. She has her uh her memory
3: board finished, standing up on an easel. Uh Walter would definitely take a few moments to you know, get closer and inspect it and you know it's kind of uh not that he knew her then, but I mean just to kind of get a little insight into who Millie was before he knew her kind of thing.
0: Uh Walter, as you're looking at these older pictures, she looks like someone that you totally would have been into in your twenties.
3: Yeah, I I think so. (laughs) Given our uh, common interests, and I mean, she's even in older age, she was probably better looking than Walter. So yeah, (laughs) (laughs) similar interests, and you know, right down to earth, can't go wrong. Yeah, so you're just kind of looking
0: through these, and Walter, you're getting a little wistful too, even though you know you didn't know her back then. You know, just seeing that you know what you knew of her. And then you see this other part of her fuller life. And, you know, kind of get choked up a little bit probably through it, but your attention gets drawn back to the folder that you have with you.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, this is uh, what I found. Uh, nice work on the uh, memory board there, though.
1: Oh, thank Looks you. Looks like
3: a lot of nice moments.
1: Yeah, it was, it was a nice look through them, but...
3: Uh but yeah, <clears <throat> he clears his throat and uh, opens up the uh hopefully he has them in a folder just to keep him little th- yeah, you know to uh, keep them together better yeah, maybe a little paper clip he slides off the top and says uh where's that uh where's that other picture you had let's uh, put them side by side You put them side by side, and you can tell that yeah, it's definitely the same dude <gasps> hmm.
1: oh my god, wow. this is That's... him, it's my dad.
3: His name was Quincy. How about that?
1: Oh, it's such a good name. Heather Hawkins. Heather Hawkins. I don't know. It's good.
3: It's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Heather Hawkins. He says it out loud, too. It's got a nice ring to it.
0: <laughs> so uh, you guys have basically confirmed that you found, I mean, all but 100% confirmed that you found you know, who your dad is.
1: We we still
2: have no proof that it's her 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 dad really. Yeah. I mean we no, just dropped and he was hanging around with Billy. One hundred
1: percent. I have 100% Do they look
2: similar? Do they have like same color eyes? Or like same mustache?
0: They have the same eyes. A, definitely.
1: Like a Siberian husky. I mean not that
2: I see it. Not that I see it, but she seems quite convinced oh. but I thought she was just running with it. I've, I don't know if uh, if I don't know.
1: Oh, Heather's totally convinced. Sounds like you're getting
2: carried
0: away. Yeah, Heather, you can you can see yourself in the pictures of
3: this guy. He kind of yeah. You see uh, Walter kind of holds the picture up to you. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. it does kind of look like you. How about that? Well, you got a your full name. That's
0: good. You're wow. part military brat.
3: <laughs> kind of jokingly says.
1: Baby, baby.
0: So we're gonna leave you guys there for a second. That's uh, past noon. Are you doing anything special with your afternoon there, uh, Lenny? Or are you just keeping your head down and working still? Just keep
2: my head down, going back to how everything used to be, nice and quiet, I
3: got no you. monsters. No flying special effects. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Walter yeah. and Heather, uh, what do you guys do for the rest of the afternoon? Uh,
1: well, Walter, I mean, if you don't have work, do you want to go, like, research? Is there, there's, like, phone numbers and, like, is there phone numbers and addresses or just...
3: Uh, that's a good point. Are there any, uh, like, surviving relatives listed on here? Do you have any, like, next of kin listed? Or, uh... I don't yeah, know.
1: like, do they update them after they... Like, about them?
3: Oh, actually, wait a minute. Wait, wait. We should probably back it, has... it up. How old would Quincy be at this point if he is still alive? If Quincy were still alive, it looks like he would be 55. Hmm. This is Well, you know, I mean, uh... He, he, you know, might still be alive. I mean, you may have grandparents that, you know, could maybe shed a little more light on the subject if we can't maybe find him. I I assume, well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, are there any phone numbers? Yeah. It says that his hometown is a
0: small town that you've never heard of in Alaska. (sighs)
1: Hmm.
2: Uh, Snake hole, Alaska.
0: Snake hole,
1: Alaska. Are there any, like, next of kin or, like, his parents... His parents' names
0: are listed on there.
1: Um, isn't there a way to, like, look up the records and see their names, like, in Alaska? Or is that where he currently lives?
0: That's not where he currently lives. That's just the, where you know where he's from.
2: Okay.
1: Census. Yeah. Is there a way to look up records to see, like, sure. where they are from?
0: Sure, you'd have heck? to probably go through some sort of lengthy process to get them. I would imagine.
3: If we checked, like city hall in uh, in Alaska or something, you'd <laughs> have to. I'd, you'd probably have to get like your city
0: hall to contact their city hall.
1: Road trip. Uh,
3: what information does it list for the parents?
0: Uh, it lists an address, and that's
3: it. What state? Also, Alaska.
0: In Alaska, yes.
3: Shit, that could be tricky. Uh, I don't know that we'd find uh, phone books for other states here in PA. Certainly not uh, Alaska. That's quite the hike.
0: Yeah. All right. Okay. So you could call up information.
1: I think I want to just call my my mom, my mother.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm you call calling your mom. It's been a long time since you called her. I uh, hope that the same number, that your same number works. But you do you do call it up, and uh, you just hear on the other end. Yeah, hello. Uh,
1: hey, <laughs> it's Heather. Hi,
0: uh, Heather. What's up?
1: Um, I'm just going through the old pictures, and I uh, found a picture of you and Millie and a guy, and I don't know. I just, do you know anything about... My father. Do you have any information about and Is him? it
0: supposed to be some kind of joke or something? Oh. Oh. That's right. The pictures. So, some of those pictures are from my personal stash of pictures that, uh, you know, from my partying days, I guess.
3: <laughs> you mean like yesterday?
1: Well, she's drunk right now on the phone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They were funner days back then, but...
1: Yeah, I know. Before uh, me. I get it. I just, is is that dad in the picture?
0: She goes, there's the one picture that I have of him, and I think that might have made it into the box that I gave you.
1: Did he have a weird necklace that he wore?
0: She goes, yes, and I put that in the box, too. Uh, he wanted you to give it to you, but I just couldn't stand the thought of it. Uh, the, the man abandoned me.
1: Damn. Ooh.
0: Double abandoner.
1: Well, I'm, I'll am i let you go in a minute. I just wanted to know if you know any more information about him like where he lives, a phone number. I mean, he may have abandoned you, but maybe he likes me.
3: Damn. <laughs> that ice cold frigidness fucking runs <laughs> in the family.
1: She's being so mean. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it
3: wasn't unwarranted. I'm just saying, I know where you get it now. She says to you,
0: Heather, if I knew where it was, don't you think I'd be collecting child support?
1: Ugh, of course. I knew that's what she'd say. All right, thanks for all your help.
0: (laughs) Bye,
3: Heather. Click. Damn. Damn.
1: This
3: bitch lives on an iceberg. (laughs) Yeah, you know, some people have water beds. She just sleeps on a block of ice. Not
0: real. All right, anything else you want to Still. accomplish that day, Heather?
3: That's uh, your mother.
2: You only get one.
1: Thank Say, God. Um, <laughs> unless you got a Millie.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> you know, this is just uh, kind of a random thought, but uh, you ever been to Smoky Joe's? Was that the name of the place? Yeah. I, uh, I, I don't know exactly what I expect to find there, but. Whoever trashed the bookstore might have left a match book from that place. He kinda of shrugs.
1: I've heard of it. Are you going there?
3: Well, the thought had crossed my mind. You doing anything for the rest of the day? You wanna grab a drink or two?
1: They have a bar, I'll go. You helped me, I'll help you. I don't know how much of an investigator I am like you, but you know.
3: Well again, I, I really don't know what to expect and even if I do find anything I'm not really just gonna walk up and accuse somebody of trashing the bookstore without actual evidence hopefully uh, leave that to the police but uh, you know I'm kind of peeved enough just to check the place out on a whim anyway
1: I'm kind of fired up now too let's let's go fight some people
3: (laughs) (laughs) so you guys go
0: head on over to Smokey Joe's We'll say you can get down there around 4 o'clock, something like that. But before we get there, uh, Lenny, your day's kind of wrapping up. Yeah. As, you're th- as your things are wrapping up, you know, you do your thing, you punch out. Skinny Joe's city car is there again in its normal parking spot.
2: Um, I'm going to walk past
0: it and just, like,
2: glance inside again. See if anything sticks out.
0: As you go to walk past it, give me a spot hidden. All right, yeah.
2: I lost my dice. Sorry.
0: Just a regular pass will do it.
2: That is a 48 out of rats of 46. Uh, I'll spend the two luck.
0: Okay. Um, As you start to walk over there, you see someone walking away from his car, and it looks like they're looking both ways, like around themselves. Uh...
2: Alright, it's uh, still early enough, there's probably a lot of cars in the parking lot, right? I kind of, um, mm-hmm. just keep an eye on them, you know, try not to look too obvious or stand out too much. I'm not following exactly, but trying to see who it is or where they're headed. Are they wearing
0: three jackets? The person walking away from the car? Yeah. No. Okay. They're no, just wearing one jacket, one like trench coat, just kind of bundling up in it. They're looking around, looking almost slightly suspicious.
2: Um, which way are they walking?
0: Uh, they're walking towards the parking lot exit. Hmm.
2: Alright, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna walk after him. He's coming from okay. the car, or he's just walking near it?
0: He was just walking near it.
2: Oh. Alright.
0: That's what you saw. Uh, are you still gonna follow him?
2: No, just watch him leave, I guess. Uh, is, okay. I walk past the car, is it warm? Is the hood warm?
0: The hood of the car is not warm. Okay. Um, It's all closed up and all? It's all closed up. All right.
2: Yeah, just keep an eye on the guy, I guess. Uh, Maybe wander closer to the exit as he is leaving my range of sight. Just kind of curious as to what he was doing. Wandering around a parking lot.
3: Playing bombs on your boss's car. Good radio. It's the mob, baby
2: oh shit that's right yeah I forgot about that I, I, I didn't even realize there was a threat maybe maybe I should follow this guy
3: no I'm just being silly but uh, you never know it's
1: like your favorite thing to do hey, like your favorite thing to do is follow people come on yeah so I
2: yeah right. it's, uh, follow them a little bit
1: kind of your, kinda your but, thing like I
2: gotta I gotta get back in there and clock out and stuff you know yeah so I walk out to the walk out to the exit and, and I watch is there like a guard at the entrance to the lot or anything or no
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's a- there's a guard shack there. And he just walks right past the guard? He walks past the guard and you see him hand something to the guard. I can't tell what it is. Not from the distance you are. Possibly a paper bag or an envelope full of money. See him hand something. You're not sure what it is.
2: Okay. Uh, just watch him leave. Okay. I guess. See which way he walks.
0: leaves uh, it looks like he turns left out of the parking lot and then uh, he kind of disappears behind some bushes and you don't see him anymore.
2: Okay I go back about my biz, my business, uh, clock out all that stuff but when I leave I'm gonna stop and drive past some bushes real slow see what I can see.
0: As you start to leave you start to exit the Parking lot, and suddenly hear an explosion behind you.
3: (laughs) Nailed it. He was right about that. Oh my god, you
2: guessed it. Glad you didn't go inspecting
3: that thing further.
2: I I look behind me. What do I.
0: You look behind you, and you see the spot where Skinny Joey's car was once Uh, is now just a ball of flame and smoke.
1: You were right there, man. I
2: see.
0: Yeah, only seconds ago. Um, Well, it seems more
2: like a message. Um but I think I'm gonna have to uh say something about this.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that uh, seems like a good thing to say something about.
2: <laughs> so I drive past those bushes and uh peek over uh-huh. there. Do I don't see anything anything happening?
3: No, you don't see
0: anything there. Uh looks like the fella might be long gone by now. Yeah. But uh we're gonna have to end our session <gasps> oh, there, that's guys.
2: Rude.
0: And on that note, uh, everyone just remember (laughs) that sanity is overrated. Uh, just remind me next time we get together we're going to do luck at the end of next session, I promise. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. You always say that. You always say we're going to get luck.
0: Abandoner.
1: Abandoner.
3: <laughs> oh man, it sounds like a good new, good band name. Luck abandoner. If you're like, you know, I don't know, 14 years old. And you and your friends yeah. are starting up your first band. Luck we're Luck Abandoners And we're here to kick some ass
0: <laughs> Oh man, I remember my first band
2: Was it Navy Gravy Babies? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Navy Gravy Babies <laughs> Hey, this is George Just a quick reminder to like, follow, and review us If you like what you're hearing And if you want to support us and make our show better Head on over to our Patreon You can always email us at contact at With any comments And you can follow us on Instagram At thatcathulujohn